everyone welcome back to episode four of millennials and mimosas i'm madison morsh and i'm here with kim baker all right like what are we going to talk about today (laughs) um it's been kind of a long weekend yeah a lot has been going on for what would assume to be a chill weekend because we have a long weekend coming up next weekend but not so much yeah, I can't believe Labor Day is next weekend, honestly. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, though. We've got got some more content coming your way soon. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into it. The summer is coming to an end, unfortunately, but we were having this conversation earlier about how the summer definitely has had some good things that have been brought with it, including some really good songs and We started a Spotify playlist, which we will share the link to in case anyone would like to follow our music content. (laughs) But yeah, we're just going to talk about a few of the songs that are quote unquote the songs of the summer. Yeah, so there's a ton of different songs that have come out that people have been blasting for basically the entirety of summer. So I want to start it off with Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky and Chris Brown. How do we feel about this one? Honestly, I hated this song when it first came out, but it is so catchy. And Mary really liked it. So every time we would go somewhere, like pregame at the apartment, she would always play it and it really grew on me. And it's just like honestly a comical song to listen to. But I have to always turn it off before the end, the Kylie Jenner part, because it's just weird. Yeah, that part is like a little much, but honestly, the music video for the song, I think is part of what makes it so entertaining. Like, I was all in on the song from day one. Like, I literally remember when it came out and I was like blasting it in my headphones at work like that Friday. (laughs) I know, it's the kind of song where it's just like perfect to listen to on a Friday when you're pre-gaming, but... Yeah, Freaky Friday. You know what song I think would have a really good music video, though, if they were to make one? No brainer, the new song. Oh my god, yeah, no, they need to make a music video for this song. I mean, all the people featured on it too. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they came out with a song last summer, and now I think that it's just a thing that they need to do because every song that they come out with every summer is just like flames. So, yeah, it's pretty much like an instant hit when you get those group, that group of people in a room together recording. Like, I mean, as much as everyone likes to shit on DJ Khaled, like he really does know how to produce a song. Yeah. And he knows how to get the good combination of talent together for sure. Yeah, and I mean honestly Justin Bieber's back on the rise, so anything he puts out there I'm I'm all in on. <laughs> Personality wise, he's on the decline, but I think music wise he might be back on the on the rise. For sure. So yeah, I think that's definitely like, even though it came out later in the summer, definitely one of the jams of the summer. I mean, especially like, just like, it's like a roll your windows down in your car, like jam out kind of song. Yeah. Like if you don't like that song, like get out. (laughs) (laughs) You just hate summer. Seriously. That is a summer. You hate puppies and you hate everything good in life because if you don't enjoy that song, you're just crazy. Yeah. Um, A couple of others we wanted to talk about. In My Feelings by Drake, obviously we have to talk about this. Oh yeah, that's just like one of those songs that 
created one of those extremely obnoxious viral music challenges or whatever. And I mean, you did you end up doing it? My, yeah, so I actually did like whatever the In Your Feelings Challenge or whatever you want to call it. Um, me and one of my coworkers actually recorded a video. Wait, why have I never seen this? Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> it might be. We also did it like seven times just to get it perfect. You did it in the car? Yeah, like. Um, Where was this? At my office, like. <laughs> on your lunch hour no <laughs> it's like a friday afternoon and um two of my coworkers from like another department came over and they were like yo we're trying to do the in your feelings challenge and i was like no way and they're like yeah i'm like well i'm definitely going to partake so me and one of my other coworkers decided we were going to be the two dancers like we were going to like get out of the car and do the dance and then there were like two other coworkers, one driving the car and one filming i think the dance is actually the stupidest thing ever like the challenge is funny if people like take their own spin on it and actually make it funny or if you've seen those videos where people like slam into a wall or something <laughs> yeah those are absurd those are funny but the actual dance itself is just like so stupid yeah i mean to be honest actually when we were recording the first time we recorded i was wearing like sandals and uh, i went to get out of the car and literally <laughs> the car wheel like the back wheel <laughs> ran over my shoe oh my gosh we have to see this video please yeah i don't know if i share it with the fans and then one of the times we were trying to record the doors of the car were locked <laughs> so me and the other girl that were gonna get out of the car and do the dance like we were literally locked in the car like we couldn't get out oh my gosh yeah i mean it's just one of those songs and i mean everyone loves drake everyone loves like a good jam that you can dance to yeah, and even a couple other good ones come out this summer too like in that album like yeah. not stop i really like not stop is a good like pre-game tune yeah that entire also, album is great honestly yeah there have also been like some other random songs that have come out this summer that are by people who like i've honestly never heard of and they're kind of like the one-hit wonder people but that body song yeah by who's it by loud luxury yeah i don't even know who that is is that a group a I dj don't, who, i don't know but it's just a banger like it's one of those songs that is the ideal song of the summer because it's just like the summer mood in a song yeah it like kind of upsets me when songs like that come out by people that are like low-key not so well known because they don't get as much traction but like honestly if that was by someone like a dj or something that was more well known i feel like it would have gotten like all the way to the top of the charts yeah because it really that song it's fire yeah it's good and then, like, obviously, Taste by Tyga. That's another classic pregame tune. Oh, yeah. See, I found that song on Spotify, like, Pop Rising, which is usually where I get all, like, my new music, and I like to pretend that I'm super trendy and, like, find songs before everyone else does. Right. New Music Friday, like, you're in the know. <laughs> but I listen to that one, and, like, usually the songs that are on there are actually not very good, and, like, you want to be that person who, like, listens to them and makes them good before people actually appreciate it. But the song was, like, actually good, and I was like, I don't even care if other people like this song. But then, I mean, Tyga, it's, like, Only he has other good songs too, so it's not. Well, like yeah, I like remember when you showed me the song. Like me and Kim were driving somewhere, and she just put it on, like like it was some like major hit already or something. It wasn't, and I was like, wait, what is this song? Oh my gosh, see, that's my goal is like to be that person who plays the songs, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, Kim, this is such a good song. No, but you were that person for for taste for <laughs> yes. me. Like you really were because I like remember we were driving somewhere, and it had literally it must have come out like a couple of days before then so it wasn't big or anything yet and you played it and I was like wait this song definitely a banger oh my god that makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> I've made it 
Yeah. yeah, that's how you know you've made it when you like fault. know the songs that are famous before they're famous. <laughs> I'm usually like never that person, but when I do happen to be that person, I get lucky. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, no, I try to be, and that's why I listen to New Music Friday on Spotify. I'm like, I just, I just get sick of the same old songs, and I, I will never, you'll never catch me with the radio on in my car. Like, I'm constantly playing my, like, music on Spotify through like Bluetooth or whatever. Yeah, even if I'm just driving like five minutes down the road, like, before I put the car in reverse, like, I'll always queue up some songs. Oh yeah, that's the move. You got to have a, a strong queue going always. My friends get annoying. They're like, you're almost, you're, you're like always having to play music, but. I just, I don't know. DJ lifestyle. <laughs> I just currently have to be listening to music at all times. Yeah, no, I literally only listen to like regular radio when I drive to work in the morning so I can like keep up on celebrity gossip, to be honest. Oh, see, I don't care about that. So I'm more about the music and yeah. the podcast life. <laughs> podcast Between music Spotify and podcast, that's, I don't have time for the radio. Fair. Um, another album that obviously like just hit and is becoming super famous super fast is Astro World Travis Scott's new album which I before this album never think I like, never listened to Travis Scott like ever yeah I mean he had like really old songs like I don't even know what Travis Scott sings like what does Travis Scott sing other than like this new album um what, like no hands was that, is that him I think hold on I'm about to it's stupid if it's not I don't even know what his other albums are. Oh, Huncho Jack. That was actually a good album. No, you don't remember this one? No. Okay. okay. No, he wasn't in No Hands. That's Waka Flocka. <laughs> <laughs> you confused Travis Scott and Waka Flocka. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. Wait, I don't think I know any of Travis Scott's songs. I swear. He like features in like a really popular old song from like high school. Um, Somebody please like... Respond Reach out to, this to us if you know what we're talking about because I literally don't know any of Travis Scott's music. Oh my gosh. He's like a Houston rap guy. So I don't know. That's like a whole nother scene of rap Maybe that I'm I've like. I'm thinking like Travis Porter. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. Honestly, there's just way too many rappers. Uh, yeah. Oh no, Travis Porter sings A Lady. Is that song? Oh, A Ladies. Yeah. Okay, honestly, Tyga, Travis Scott, Travis Porter. Like, why do they all have T names? And they all just, like, blend together to me. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I don't know. But I really do like Sicko Mode, which is obviously, like, number one on the charts right now. And Stargazing's pretty good. It's weird because they're, like, I guess it's a trend these days. It's almost, like, two songs in one. Do you notice no, that? Like, Sicko Stargazing, it, like, switches three. halfway. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that. I think Kanye started this trend. So Travis Scott is, like, Kanye, one of Kanye's, like, um, prodigies. Yeah. So, but Kanye, like, really did start the trend with, like, the changing the entire beat of the song, like, halfway through, and it just literally sounds like a completely different song. Yeah, I kind of like it, but honestly, in Stargazing, I only like the second half of the song. No, that's how I feel about Sicko Mode. <laughs> Which makes it annoying, because usually if it were, like, two different songs on an album, I would just only listen to the other one, but now it's like I have to listen to the music part. Yeah. It has grown on me now. I mean, it's, like, good music to just, like, listen to. Yeah. But last night at the bar, I was talking to my friends, and I guess Travis Scott is becoming popular because he's, like, touring, and my friends bought tickets to, like, the Astroworld tour in Raleigh. Oh, no way. Yeah, so they're going to that. And they were like, we might have an extra ticket like if you want to go. Dude, you got to. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, it, once again, I will not say no to things like that just because I just blow money on things that 
really don't matter. But I don't know. It's like just I spend money on experiences because that's, I think, the best use of money these days. Like you can buy new clothes, whatever, but I wouldn't think twice about dropping like $100 on like a good concert. Not that Travis Scott's a good concert. And I don't <laughs> I mean, even think the know. tickets are $100, but still. like Yeah. No, I agree. I mean like I don't know. I think saving up money to like go to a cool concert or a show of some kind. Obviously like in episode one we talked about our low-key obsession with Hamilton. I'm <laughs> trying to get Hamilton tickets, which uh, still haven't gotten them. But we're working on it. You never know. I did find some that were like under 300, which is. Yeah. And it's like at that point, it's like at what cost do you want to be cultured and like do cool things? Because um, hashtag broke but cultured. Hashtag broke but cultured. Is our motto because we might be spending amounts of money that only like rich old white people would spend. But I don't know. I mean, it's like. I think it's worth it. It's worth it for the story, the experience. I mean, in my opinion, life is all about like experiences and seeing cool things and enjoying the time that you have. And like the best way to do that is to spend your money on like experiences and concerts, go to museums, see art. Like that's all about like the human experience. In reality, if I spend the weekend on like a music festival or like going to um, like a different concert or something, the amount of money that I would end up spending is honestly the cost of some of my bar tabs when I go out in Charlotte. And it's like, how many times have I been out to the same bars in Charlotte? That's not going to hashtag culture me. So <laughs> I <laughs> no, might as absolutely. well spend on things that are actually worth it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with this. And like, I think that it's sometimes just refreshing, you know, don't go out for two weekends and you're going to have enough money to afford like a pretty good concert and living in a city where there's constantly like people coming in and out of the city for concerts and stuff like that. I mean, we have so much access to it. It's hard to not go and experience it. I mean, um, I had this friend, she just moved up to Boston, but she was like my spontaneous concert friend and like we would literally decide to go to concerts like the day of like we literally saw Lana Del Rey the day of and we ended up getting like crazy cheap tickets on next door the app yeah like we literally got like $35 tickets that we would have been like 80 retail and like yeah see in that case it's even better because you're like hashtag semi-broke and cultured but <laughs> if you get a good deal exactly and it's like the those apps and stuff like that like even like randomly like Facebook Marketplace and like yeah whatever like I love that too it's like spur the moment decision you're like you know that you'd be interested in going but you're not ready to totally commit but then just the time comes and you buy tickets and it's just like all a moment like kind of how like I went to Kesha it was just spur the moment and those are the best concerts like you have the most fun I feel like yeah 100% and like also living in a city like Charlotte or any other big city it's like good to get in with people that have good connections. Obviously, our friend Mary like works for a radio station, so she has like hella connections to like getting concert tickets, sporting event tickets, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one of my other friends works for um the Spectrum Center, which is Ooh. where the Hornets play. Um, and they obviously have a ton of concerts, and that's how I ended up going to Kid Rock. LOL, random. Would never have purchased a ticket to this concert, but went literally for free 
in like box seats and like had like free food booze like the whole thing so there's ways also even to like besides just concerts there's other things to do to like be cultured i know mad's like we're both in on like the museum scene and i've been like seriously very seriously considering buying like a membership to a museum here i'm kind of between like the mint and the beckler because i'm not sure like so cool yeah and i wanted to this is like so lame sounding but like the young affiliate groups of the museum and not that i was even like an art history major anything in college but i love like appreciating art and just like culture and things like that and i think that would be a really cool young professional networking group to join it really is it's like such a good way to get involved yeah, yeah. and it's like however many like between like 60 and like a hundred dollars it's like a year which like really isn't that bad no it's so inexpensive when you really think about it yeah but it's just like some people would never even think twice about spending that money and then other people would never even consider it right And it's definitely worth it, like, for all the events, the networking opportunities, for sure, and just, like, a way to make new friends in a new city, like, especially if you're, you know, have, you're moving to a new city, it's a good way to just, like, branch out and meet people. Yeah. That's what I love about Charlotte when it comes to, like, our museum scene and stuff like that. But even the museums here, um, the Mint, no, maybe it's the Bechtler, one of them, if you, like, uh, have a Bank of America bank account you can get in for free oh um because bank of america has like a huge corporate office scene in charlotte and i guess they're like one of their major sponsors or something so if you have like a bank of america like debit card you can literally get into the museum for free because i went one time and they like were gonna give me like a young adult like discount and then they were like oh wait do you have a bank of america debit card And i was like yeah and they're like oh you can get in for free Cool. You can also get in for free um, to either of the Mint Museum locations on Wednesdays. Oh, really? Yeah, because we did that with my coworkers. Like, my boss is all about um, culturing us <laughs> just because that's kind of, like, the field I work in, just knowing what's going on and, like, new trends and fashion and art just around the city. So we went, like, as a group to go to the Mint, and we looked at the Oscar de la Renta exhibit, and that was my second time going, and it was still – Just as amazing as the first time. I mean, I love fashion, so I'm all in on, like, when there's any sort of fashion exhibit going on at any museum, I'm like, I have to go see it. Because a few months ago at the Mint, they had, the Mint Uptown had an exhibit, and it was, like, all costumes from, like, old movies and stuff. And it was so cool, like, Grease and, like, I'm trying to think of some others. Like, there were a ton of different movies, and they had, like, the original costuming from it. I think that's super cool. Yeah, at the Oscar de la Renta one, they had, like, a dress that Taylor Swift wore to the Met Gala and this dress that, like, Beyonce wore, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it just was to so see, dope. like, all of the development from, like, the early times into, like, today's society, it's just, like, crazy how the fashion has gone from, like, how it was back then to how it is today. Yeah. No, it's super interesting, and I just love, like, any sort of – I don't know event or thing like that that you can like go to and like it's pretty inexpensive and like you go and you realize like how cool it is and like how there's just so many opportunities for you to like experience stuff like this like on the cheap pretty much yeah and it's crazy because um little segue into our next segment here but (laughs) when I go it's like I want to put it all over my Instagram my Instagram story 
and you just can't even get the full effect. Like I always try to like take pictures. And also I think it's like low-key kind of tacky to like be in a museum and literally take pictures of every single thing you're looking at. Right. So I try not to, but I mean, if anyone saw my Insta story for the. Dude, same. It was literally all over mine when I went to. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, you just can't really experience it the same way over social media as you would if you were just in person. Yeah, no, I think it's just such an important part of like life to try to get those experiences in. And like, obviously, we're just like one year out of school and we're just trying to like navigate post-grad life. But like there are so many opportunities for you to just like go out and see things like me and Kim have been saving up and we purchased some tickets for Music Midtown, which is a music festival coming up in Atlanta. And like, yeah, the tickets were $200. But when you really think about it, I mean, that's honestly one of the most inexpensive music festivals out there. Yeah. And there's going to be some really good people there. Yeah. yeah. Post Malone, round two. Yeah. Um, Fall Out Boy. <laughs> Throwback. No, I'm excited. And Kendrick Lamar is another one of the headliners. Yeah. And our there's girl, be- Billie Eilish. Yeah, wait, who's the – oh, um, Imagine Dragons. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm honestly very excited to see them. Yeah. I love, like, a good new... I tried to see them in Raleigh, like, a few years ago, but tickets sold out. Well, honestly, they have better – more songs now, so. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know not everyone our age is in on the culture. They would rather just go to the same bars in Charlotte and drink, which is, like, cool. By all means, like, you do you. And most likely I'll be there with you on the weekends too, but yeah. we'll be there like 85% of the weekends. Yeah, but I mean, we like to branch out and at least like give some sort of purpose to our lives other than yeah. drinking. You gotta, you gotta throw in the, the culture. So hopefully we'll get tickets to Hamilton and we can add that to our list of cultured events. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out uh, PNC or not PNC. Is it the the Belk Theater. Yeah, the Theater. If you yeah. want to give us free tickets or review Hamilton on our podcast. Yeah. yeah, like we will absolutely review Hamilton and I can pretty much guarantee it will be a five-star review. But it will be honest. But Yeah, honest, but like I just know that it's going to be five stars. <laughs> yeah, so we reached out to some of our fans, as some of you know, on Instagram to hear what y'all would like to talk about or what y'all would like to hear us talk about on the podcast. Yeah. And we got some good responses, some just like totally random. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to have some sort of like a consistent format yeah. here. So we can't answer everyone's um, requests. Obscure questions. <laughs> but some of you actually had some good things to talk about. Um, so we're gonna get into like some things involving social media because I feel like that's very relevant for our age demographic these days. For sure. So I think one of the things that someone was talking about was interacting with your exes on social media. This is like such a controversial topic because I know so many people on so many different sides of the fence here. I have my opinions, as I'm sure you do yours. Um, And it's just it's one of those topics that I think everyone kind of has a different take on. It also varies by relationship because depending on the breakup, like – Things could go either way. Oh, 100%. I mean, like, but I am one to always, like, try to be good friends and, like, stay on good terms with my exes. Yeah, same. And honestly, sometimes you just can't make it work because, like, <laughs> sometimes two people just don't get along. And de- Circumstances, yeah, you know. Like, depending on what 
ever went down. Like sometimes you just can't be friends and that's that. And two people just have to accept that. But I don't know. I do think if I had to give like a general rule of thumb, I think after breaking up, you have to unfollow each other and you just have to have like a little cleanse almost because it's hard to get over people if you're constantly like looking at what they're doing. And you know people when they break up, we'll get into this more on our next segment, Instagram pet peeves, but people will go on like a posting spree after they break up with people. Oh my God. I I have a friend who is notorious for this. Every time she like ends a relationship or is broken up with whatever, like will post a thousand bikini pics in like a two-week time span. I'm like, girl, everyone knows that you're pretty. Yeah. I just think that like it's hard. You know, you are seeking that attention and you want it, but like everyone just they know it's obvious. It's not the move and like your ex or whatever isn't going to miss you because you posted a picture of like your hot body. Like they've probably seen it a thousand times. So it doesn't Honestly, really though, I feel like sometimes it does work because when I've been in that situation, I mean not that guys post bikini pics, but <laughs> If, like, I have an ex and then you post on social media that he's, like, out having so much fun, like, there's a different thing to it. So, like, you could either go the route where you're posting, like, attractive pictures of yourself or you could go the route where you're posting, like, on Snapchat and on your Instagram story that you're out, like, having fun partying all the time because that's when, like, I think it really hits the ex because then they're like, oh, they're going out. They're having fun without me. And then – so that's why I just think – I mean, personally, if I know I don't want to see something, I'll just unfollow people because I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I don't need to be worrying about this. So, I think the move is like the immediate unfollow um, regardless of the situation just because like I'm not saying unnecessarily a block or maybe even just like the hide well, the post block thing. That's petty. Yeah. I mean the only time I've ever blocked someone on any form of social media was like after the relationship ended, someone in his family was like low-key – harassing me over social media <laughs> what it was like his brother that actually happened to one of my friends like, like like his brother was like calling me out and like I mean I was the one that ended the relationship but like dude I really don't have time to like go back and forth with your like 18 year old brother oh like can we, can we not so I literally like blocked him and his brother I mean yeah um, in that case if it's for your own well-being <laughs> but I was just like I don't even what like how petty can yeah. you be the reason why I blocked you is because you're the one that's being petty, not vice versa. And that's just really a telltale sign that the person isn't over you. And I like this is why I kind of get like I have different opinions with unfollowing exes is because I think if you're truly over someone, you don't care if they're going out and you don't care about seeing their pictures. But I think there's always that little period of time right after you break up with someone. It's not like you just snap your fingers and all the feelings are gone, especially if you've dated for a long time. So it's kind of like – you need that little like short time period to get over them and then you can follow yeah. them again and it's like, oh, they're going right. out with their friends. Like they're posting like attractive pictures of themselves. Like I don't care though because I'm over them. Yeah, like good for them. I'm happy for them. Like I wish them all the best, but I needed to take a break from seeing that in order for me to be able to get over the relationship yeah. fully, which I think is super normal. Like I think that's healthy. Yeah. I mean, I just think in general, like if – I don't – or if I know I'm going to see something on Instagram, if it's an ex or if it's just, like, a girl who's, like, annoying as shit or <laughs> just, like, a guy who's annoying, I'm going to unfollow them because I feel like it's your social media. It's your feed. If you're 
looking at things that are just like either putting you in a bad mood, annoying you, yeah. whatever. Then yeah, like, like just you don't want them. the negative. Yeah. Very curated feed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, pictures of dachshunds and my friends and food accounts, yeah. and that's yeah. the way I like it. So pretty much no. Like if you have something that's like giving negative energy into your life, like people feed off of that so much, and it's just not healthy for yourself and like your like mindset to just keep looking at things that are going to like stress you out or like make you uncomfortable or like make you like go into a deep dive of like stalking people on social media for hours because like I mean yeah (laughs) can't say we haven't been there we've all been there let's be honest and like I don't know I think also another hard part with like the following exes on social media especially like Instagram or something like when they post a picture with their new significant other I think that this is like something that obviously hits pretty deep for a lot of people I like fairly recently went through an experience where like this happened to me and like as much as you are over the relationship I think it's still like super hard to see that you know that's what I'm saying too like it's all fun and games following an ex on social media until that girl that you see always is commenting on their photos all of a sudden pops up (laughs) tagged in their picture of them together like at a wedding or something yeah you're like oh (laughs) you're like here we fucking and then you're like oh my gosh are they dating and you're just like racking your brain over and you're like wait is her account public let me stalk every single photo so it's better just like some things are better left unseen and in that case that's definitely one of them Yeah, no, 100%. And I mean, there are exes where like, there are long, long, long time exes and we are friends and we follow each other on social media and now it's no big deal or whatever. But I do think that there is like a waiting time and like a time where you just like need to get over the whole like outdoing each other or like whatever. Yeah. And just like, you know, kind of just cut them out of your like mental feed for, yeah, you know, a few months or however long it takes for you to like really fully move on like if their posts are like still affecting you maybe you should just like mute them um how do you feel I wanted to touch um a little bit on this uh about people that delete their pictures with a past significant other see I've never okay well I take that back so (laughs) I mean wait I've never done that yes I have (laughs) just kidding I've never like intentionally deleted pictures of me and an ex because I don't care. Like that's part of me. That's part of my past. If I happen to start dating another person, it's not like I'm just going to hide that part of my life from them. Like I'm very openly going to talk about who I've dated in the past of a new boyfriend. Well, I mean, I think that's normal too. Like that was a part of your life. And so, I mean, there's no reason to go back and delete a picture. Like unless it really just kills you and you're like very upset over the person and you don't want to see it anymore – and you happen to like stalk yourself regularly on social media, then like delete it. But I mean, in my case, I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't stalk myself on social media sometimes, like when I get a new follower. (laughs) But I don't regularly like go back and look at old pictures. So it's not like I ever really see it. And if I do happen to want to go and look back, like I want to be able to see it because again, it's like it was a part of your life and whatever, no big deal. But I will say that a couple months ago, or I guess it was like right when I graduated, I went through and Instagram has this new feature now, which I've told a couple of people about this and they didn't know. Oh, so 
No, I like didn't know about this until you yeah. told me about it, and I'm hype about this feature. I think this is a great feature. So on instead Instagram. of deleting photos, you can archive them, and it's the same little tab that you would go to delete the picture, but you can just like archive it. And then at the top, like if you tap where that like little time thing where you would to go, you would go to see like your old stories that have expired. You can right. go to like posts, and you can see all the posts that you've archived. So they're technically off your feed, but they're not deleted forever. And I went – And you can, like, re-put them yeah. back, right? <laughs> so if you're one of those people <laughs> who likes to break up and get back together with their boyfriend – This is the move for you. <laughs> don't delete your We all have that friend. Them because you never know when you're going to get back together. But yeah. anyways, like, I did it with a lot of pictures, too. Like, pictures where I was, like, very noticeably hammered or pictures <laughs> where I was, like, out in a bikini and I was, like, maybe I shouldn't have this out here anymore. And oh, my, my God. account is public because I really, like – generally just don't give a shit well i mean also gotta do it for the podcast and i don't know i just like go through sometimes and i'm like yeah i don't like this picture anymore so i'm gonna delete it like it was fine at the time and like it got a good amount of likes and whatever and people saw it but now it's fine and it needs to come off my feet because i don't want it there anymore yeah i'm a different person than i was six months ago when i was like getting (laughs) hammered every weekend okay well i still do that but (laughs) wait you're a different person? I mean, I would like to say that I grew up a little bit after I graduated. I don't know, man. This past weekend's behavior. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I actually have never utilized this feature. I'm like one of those weirdos who's like anti-deleting any post ever. Like if you guys want to deep dive and scroll, I have over 800 Instagrams, but um, my first Instagrams ever were like from my junior year of yeah. high school. See, I still left like some that were that old. Like I didn't delete just my old ones. Like I just went through yeah. and like picked ones. Right. No, I get that. And mine, the mine that are like still out there are like, I like would take artsy pictures like around my like high school and like my house. <laughs> like they're like cool shadows and like pictures of like globes and like artwork <laughs> on the wall and like grass now like it was meant to be artsy and now it's just like a prettier facebook feed yeah it, it's pretty much a prettier facebook feed but yeah when it first came out everyone was like posting like these like artsy photos and like trying to be like some sort of famous photographer with like an iphone 4 <laughs> i just like, scrolled back um, to like the very end of my feed and like the f- last like 12 instagrams i have like 10 out of 12 of them are of cats Wait, Two of no them way. being like my very fat cat, which like I think he really is like good for the aesthetic because he's hilarious, and it's not <laughs> like it's just a picture of any old cat. It's literally my like over overweight cat like sitting by his food bowl, and then there's one of him. Yeah. He like sits up like a human, like with the back of a chair. He'll just like sit in a chair and he's sleeping <laughs> like that. And then I have some pictures of kittens when we used to have kittens at my house. My mom brought home a pregnant cat one time, and it oh gave birth God. to kittens like in my closet. So there's just pictures of kittens and then there's like pictures of high school. Yeah, I just scrolled back into my feed. The number of pictures of Starbucks cups I have is embarrassing. (laughs) And like just of like random things like art and like I literally have a screenshot of a text. Oh, God. Like I'm so embarrassing. Wow. Looking back on my feed is actually like it's. I have a picture of fire. It's literally just a picture of fire that I must have taken at like a You've bonfire in high school. Like, yeah, I've like had a, a filter aesthetic going on my profile like basically since I started my Instagram You're account. You're born like, for the Instagram aesthetic. 
I don't even know. How many years ago did we start these? I started mine actually like fairly early because one of my friends from high school moved from California and it was like a thing over there before it was in North Carolina, I guess. So I've had mine since like 2011. Yeah, no, I've had mine since then too. Wait, let's see. Yeah, 2011. Like December 2011 is like my first post ever. Mine was – Oh, mine was March 29, 2012. Okay, so you're a little before me. Yeah, I was all about it. I remember like I was like at a sleepover in high school, LOL, and (laughs) we like all downloaded them on the same night. But I'm looking at my feed from even like the beginning of freshman year of college, and I like posted pictures of food and stuff still, like bad quality (laughs) pictures. Of course, bad quality pictures. My very first Instagram is a pick stitch, um, RIP pick stitch. People, Oh, my God. God. (laughs) RIP pick stitch. People don't use it as much anymore because now you can just like – Okay, if anyone is using pick stitch out there, you need to stop. It used to be like the move though because you were like, I can put all these pictures in one collage and it looks so cute, but it really doesn't look cute. No, this not picture cute. is like a collage of the guy who took me to junior year prom. Um, we actually, I was talking about this today because my friends from high school came to visit, and it was really funny because they were like, "Remember, like that guy who asked you to prom junior year?" They were like, "It was like so over the top, but it was so cute." So this guy pretty much like sent me on a scavenger hunt around my uh, city or like my town that I went to high school in, yeah. and like left yeah. little clues. Like he sent me to like the this like flower shop and they like had a clue for me and they like gave me a bouquet of flowers and then it sent me to like Gigi's Cupcakes if you know what that is oh my god Gigi's Cupcakes is the best and then well okay so it sent me from Gigi's to the flower place and then the one of the flower place said roses are red violets are blue now it's time to take these flowers to go home with you so then I like drove back to my house and he was like there like and had like prom written out and I was like oh my god (laughs) definitely like the nicest thing anything's ever done for me we like didn't end up like talking or even dating at all it was just prom and that was it but it was really nice i'm glad he made it on the instagram account and his photo was not deleted exactly so yeah i have my prom uh question on mine as well from march of 2012 as well (laughs) (laughs) my i was dating a guy at the time and he got me like this huge cupcake from crumbs i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's like a famous bakery yeah it's like in new york and he was like because he was from new jersey So he like drove up through the city, grabbed this. It was a cupcake, but it was the size of a cake. And it's like the most beautiful cupcake ever. And it literally just has prom written out on top of it. And I was like literally swooning Swooning so much. Gotta love it. But yeah, no, I have never deleted any of my pictures. And honestly, like no regrets. I am anti-deleting pictures with your exes because it's part of your life. It's... It's made you who you are today. I do find it funny, however, though, when this, I think, happens especially with guys because they, like, don't post as much when they, like, start dating someone new after their ex-girlfriend and there's, like, maybe one or two pictures in between oh, the I transition. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you should have really just, like, thrown up some some friend yeah. pics to, like, buffer because that it's just, out. It's, it's bad looks on you, like. Yeah, you got to, like, you got to put a little space between <laughs> That's funny. That is true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> just Instagram pet peeves. Yeah, man. someone else annoys us on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I would say people that post stories talking to the camera that aren't famous. Do you have people that do that? Oh, yeah. 
I don't know why I know so many people that do that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, yeah, no one really cares about your life. I'm not going to lie. If I were drunk, I'd probably do that. I mean, I considered it once or twice on the Millennials and Mimosas Instagram story. If something really funny at the bar is happening, I would just whip out the IG story and just start recording me. You just got to go live at that point. I mean, that's what I would do. And then I would like (laughs) have people watch it again as a story. I've thought about this a little bit, but waiting waiting for the right time. (laughs) It'll happen eventually. Also, another like low-key pet peeve of mine, and I think that this is like a little aggressive of a pet peeve, but I still feel this way. And one of our good friends is like very, very guilty of doing this all the time is (laughs) getting someone to take a photo of you and then posting it on your story. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's weird. Like obviously if it's your Instagram profile, it's your story. So you should it should be from your perspective. That's what I feel like. Like, I want to show you what I'm looking at. I don't really want to show you a photo of me. That's for the actual Instagram There have been some times, though, that, like, one of my friends puts me on their Instagram story, and it's, like, a good photo, and I want to repost it. Like, the one of you took of me, like, spinning last night, the boomerang. Oh, my God. I was like, I want to put that on mine, but I said no. I told myself no, and I didn't, but, I mean, it's different. Also, now there's, like, the feature where if they tag you, you can, like, repost it on there. I love that feature. Okay, so this is the perfect opportunity. So if someone tags you, you like it, it's a picture that you're in or whatever, that you're yeah. featured in, then you can repost it so you don't feel it's it's different than you having someone hold your yeah. phone, take a photo of you, and then post it on the story. It's like, oh, someone else already posted this on their story, but I like want to share it because it's actually cool or I look good yeah. or whatever. I agree. I think it's I think it's definitely – props to Instagram on that because we're just like really giving major props to Instagram on like all their new features. Um, but one feature I do hate is how they like really don't understand that if you're stalking people, you don't want to see them all the time. So like this is the most like real thing. Like it hits you so hard. So there's like that meme and it's like story of my life, I swear. And it's like Instagram be like your ex-boyfriend, your best friend, and, like, his new girlfriend and 208 others like this photo. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, why is that so true? Oh, my God. I – that could really not be because, more like, real. Like, it's who you look at their profiles. But I swear, like, I'm not one to, like, psychotically stalk people over and over. Like, I'll sure. look at someone's profile. But then I swear Instagram will not let it go. Like, they won't let it go. And then it's, like – you get those notifications now where it's like so-and-so viewed your story. Like it pops up on your like notification feed where it shows people liking your pictures. Yeah. So it's like so-and-so, yeah. so-and-so, and like 400 others liked your or viewed your story, which like I don't care because I can see who viewed it if I want to go look at it, but right. you don't have to tell me. Right. And then it's like girls that I <laughs> – girls that I have stalked and I don't care. Yeah, wait. Let's let's take a look right now. I want to look to see. Yeah, mine like 17 hours ago. It said like. Who I'm guilty of recently creeping. Some of mine are random though. It's like I didn't even look at their profile. Yeah, sure I mean that? maybe I did without realizing it. But sometimes it's like you're talking about someone. And they're like, oh, what do they look like? And you pull them up. Like not even in a bad way. You're like, oh, my friend. They're like, yeah. who's your friend again? And I pull up their Instagram because that's like I feel like what you do. Yeah, no, like. I don't know, though. It's also weird because I feel like some of the people that come up on mine are, like, not people that I regularly stalk, but are they stalking me? 
I've thought about that. I've I've been. So I mean, I think like, we would like to think that because because <laughs> like it's like self fulfilling prophecy. Usually, if you're stalking them, you're like, oh, Instagram is definitely like tracking that we're both stalking each other. Yeah. Also, I do think that um a lot of the times the person that comes up is someone that you've been like yeah. DMing with. That happens to me a lot. Shout out to Dougie Fresh. You're coming up as one of my top likers. Oh, Dougie Fresh. I love him. He's a loyal fan. Definitely a loyal fan of the potty. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it is also weird. You're definitely, you're in my top of like people that, you know, when you like, okay, well, I don't know if this is actually like how it works, but when you look to see who's viewed your story, I think it's like oh yeah, it comes up in like an order. In order of like the people that mean the most to you, I guess. <laughs> is that what Instagram is trying to tell me? I'm not really sure. I mean, I do think it's like the people you look at the most and people whose stories you look at the most, which I do like this feature about Instagram that the stories that pop up at the top, like I never watch past like I scroll to the right and I never scroll past like six or seven stories. Oh, same. Because I, like, God forbid I would, like, scroll all the way and watch everyone on my oh feed my stories. Oh, my God. Who the hell has because time I for that? like, 1,500 people. So, but I like how it curates it to put only people that you care about. I mean, sometimes they're totally way off base. But usually it just people puts people that you care about, like, right there at the top to make it easy for you. Yeah, no, it's quite convenient. I definitely appreciate that. Um, another one of my pet peeves on Instagram that I just, I gotta, I gotta call this one out is people that think that they're Instagram models and they aren't. Yeah. We also got this like as a DM, like talking about how everyone hates Instagram models. I mean, maybe not everyone hates them because I know guys really like them. (laughs) All over their Instagram feed. Yeah. But like, what are you doing with your life? Like, is that on your resume? Like, I have this many followers on Instagram. I mean, I know some people like more power to you make a living on Instagram or not a living necessarily, but Dude, if some you have enough do. followers, yeah. yeah, like you get ads and stuff. Like, we're about it. I mean, Mills and Mims will be there one day, but yeah, maybe one day we'll have like 10 million followers and like be just raking in the dough. This will not be a side job. We'll record a new podcast every day. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, the goal is to be KFC and Feidelberg. So, yeah. Hashtag goals. Shout out KFC Radio. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you honestly go and look at the people who are following those people, it's like so many creeps. Oh, 100%. Yeah. People who have like zero posts and they're following like a couple hundred people and have like zero followers themselves. Honestly, I think they're fake accounts. Some people honestly pay for followers. Did you ever like hear about that? People were like paying yeah. for Instagram followers. No, and I think like a lot of like low-key girls or guys that are aspiring to be like instagram models that like are trying to get hashtag spawn hashtag ad all over their profile <laughs> they're like have all these fake followers or they'll like go and follow like ten thousand accounts and then unfollow ten thousand accounts so it doesn't look like they're actually yeah you know what i mean i think some people do that to us i've noticed yeah well <laughs> it's really sad if we follow you we won't unfollow you we promise yeah we like are just trying to show the, spread the love and yeah. I mean, for one, we don't really get on our feed because we have our own feeds. So we don't really care if we like have a super clogged feed with a bunch of random people. But like, who knows? Shout out. Maybe we'll give you a like. I mean, I've actually kind of been going through and liking people's photos on our feed because I want people to know that we actually care about them. Sometimes I like forget that I'm on the Millennials and Mimosas feed instead oh, of my yeah. personal and I'm just like... Oh my God. I do that all the time. So I'll like 
try to post a story on my own account and then I'll accidentally post it to Millennials and Mimosas. Yeah, I did and that I also, today. I manage like our company Instagram account. So I always accidentally put it on their story too. And like, especially when I'm drunk, it happens. And then I'm like, <laughs> shit, like, and I have to delete it really fast. But if it's like a really good one, then like, I want to like save it and put it to my story. And <laughs> it just, it's like a hassle. And then you're trying to do it quick because especially if it's my work one, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like literally today at brunch, I posted on the Millennials and Mimosas feed on um, my uh, shot of my brunch, which I mean, it kind of fits with the Millennials and Mimosas aesthetic, so I didn't even delete it. But yeah, definitely not meant for... If you don't know, Madison and I collectively run the Instagram. I mean, she handles most of the feed because she's all about the aesthetic, but we definitely double team the story. The story, yeah, and like answering DMs and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys do want to like DM us your questions or things that you want featured on the podcast, obviously we've been putting stuff up on our story to like give we you the are very engaging. Like we'll interact with people, so yeah. feel free to message us. Ask us your questions. Let us know if you want any advice on anything. We're we're here. We're yeah. like your personal therapist for life, but like <laughs> we're just a podcast. I definitely people have reached out and said that it's like really nice to hear our perspective, especially um, guys who like clearly don't have heartfelt conversations with their own guy friends. I mean, girls do this all the time. So yeah, this is like literally like we would be doing this if we weren't recording the podcast. Exactly. But now we're recording it for your own enjoyment, um, listening pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> but I know guys, especially they're like, oh my God, that's so interesting to hear that girls think that way about following an ex on social media. So if you have anything else that you've always wondered about that you don't have the balls to talk to your other guy friends about because it might seem a little tad feminine, but let us know and we'll address it. And then maybe we'll have some other people out here featuring and get a third opinion just in case you guys get bored of just the two of us. <laughs> I mean, I think we've got some pretty good takes and as similar as me and Kim are, you know, we've got we've got some differing opinions on things. So yeah, I think we do give a, a pretty good diverse opinion on, on topics and such, but if you want to feature, let us know, like we're always down to have some new guests and new content coming your way. It was, it's good to have um, another guy, I think to you, but yeah. we're, we're also planning on having some, some girls out here too. Cause um, even though Madison and I are different, we, still don't have the same experiences as some of our friends who happen to be living with their boyfriends or if they're engaged. So as much as we would like to bring you guys that content, we can't do it ourselves. Yeah, sorry. We're just not there in life. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to make a public apology. I'm sorry that I'm single, everyone. So No, Kim's been living her best life. Um, update on her, her hinge. She did go on a hinge date this week, so shouts to Kim for that. Oh, yeah, I did. And um, I think it went well, so stay tuned. But you know, you never know these days. But yeah, for sure. Anyways, um, that might be all that we have. Yeah, that's basically today's app. Um, if you have any like comments, suggestions, hit us up. Give us a, a subscribe, like, uh, review on our iTunes profile, podcast app, whatever. Listen on SoundCloud if you have that. Um, and just just keep reaching out. We're excited to continue this this journey with you guys and we're excited for all of the content to come yeah, we definitely will have a fun-filled episode next week we've got a lot of good stuff in the in the works for this coming week so get excited about that yeah all right well keep being fans and we'll you'll <laughs> you'll hear us next sunday <laughs> all right peace and love bye, bye.